Hey everybody, welcome to the LOD Podcast. Today I am joined by the wonderful, the handsome, the the player. I just don't talk about me. Larry, Gonza. Nah. Um, and, of, and of course, returning. Don't don't lie to them. I'm not, I'm not, I ain't a player. I ain't a player. I just. Not yet. I, I do crush a lot though. I just crush a lot. I ain't a player. I just crush a lot. Okay. Shout yeah. out, big pun. Damn. <laughs> And returning this week, she wasn't here last week, or returning here this week, Lord Heidi is back yeah, on the podcast. Sorry, guys, I had a depressive episode. I don't want to talk about that. My lord. Yes, what are we going to do today, my lord? Lord Farquaad. <laughs> you look like Lord Farquaad <laughs> with your haircut. Oh my gosh. I think Larry, that looks like I have, well, y'all can't see it because we're on the podcast, but it looks like I have really bad red extensions just clipped up the back of my head. That's exactly what it looks like. That's <laughs> right? exactly what it looks like. Because the texture is so different. And it's longer than <laughs> That's your That's what I'm hair. saying. It's, anyways, it's just <laughs> ugly, okay? And I hate it. But anyways, how y'all been? I missed it last week with Mr. Larach. Oh man, that was that was a fun episode. I, heard it I love that man. I love that man. Yeah, that was a fun episode. What y'all been up to though? Chilling. No, you're not. You know you're not chilling. I'm stressing. <laughs> I started school on Monday. <laughs> the day this episode goes up, I believe, which is a Monday, right? Yeah. 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 I'm gonna be starting school, so I'm gonna be stressing. Where at? So so as people are hearing this. Mm-hmm. You are on your Bust first day. You're in your first day of class. Yeah. Where at though? What at institution? UCLA. Hey. The what institution? No. <laughs> yes. No. Have UCLA. you seen? UCLA. UCLA. Not their Bruins. class. Oh, as when we're speaking right now, they're in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA March Madness tournament. Just saying. Oh, wow. I have no idea where they're going to make it after this, but going against Bama. Number two seed, so not into basketball like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did y'all watch the UCA, the USA versus uh, Mexico game yesterday, though? Which would be last week, Wednesday. Yes, yeah, (laughs) they played. Yeah, the goalie got a really nasty injury. His his like shoulder popped out. No way. Who's goalie? Mexico. Mexico. No way. I don't know his name, but yeah. It was tough. We're in an international break as far as soccer goes. Yeah. Mm. So they like the European players play? The European yep. players play? Yeah. Yeah. Doing the like, qualification for the Euro. Oh, dang. For the Euro? Yeah. I believe that's what it's called, right? No, that's for the, Euro, that's Euro for the European countries. That's why. That's what the, the Copa America is doing it. CONCACAF is doing it. And so are the European countries. They're playing, oh, for, the, they're playing for the Olympics. But they were playing for the CONCACAF side of things. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I, I see what you're saying. Anyways, I'm excited. We just a couple people. I'm excited <laughs> for uh, a baseball season to start. Certain. I'm, exci- I'm excited that, that it's going to be open to the public. Like. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm ready to go back to Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, it was safety. And I need me a Dodger dog. We're going to bring you an episode from Dodger Stadium. Dang, imagine that. Imagine. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even uh-huh. think they'd allow us to like even bring in a little recorder. Facts. Mm-hmm. We probably have to phone. record. We probably have to record from our phones. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of Not places impossible. opening up, theme parks are opening up. Disney officially has a date, the end of April. I'm excited for that. I'm more excited for Six Flags. Not gonna lie. Honestly, Universal Studios. I haven't been there in years. Yo, I haven't been I'm to Universal weird. in years either. I'm it's excited. not Universal Studios. It's Universal. 
Nobody in LA calls it Universal Studios. Anyway, we we make everything short. That's what we do. We shorten everything. Disney. We're going to Disney. Oh, we're going to you know. Nobody says Disney California, right? Everyone says DCA or California. Yeah. Yeah. When you say, "Hey, I'm going to Disney," you're going to Disneyland or California. Mm -hmm. First, you say we're going to Disney. Or, you know, in other places, they say like the, yo, you just got to get on the Interstate 5 or the Interstate 210. We just say, yo, you're going to take the... you know that other people don't put the in front of freeways? Yeah, you're going to take the 405. You're going to take the 405, you're going to take the 10. Somebody would just say, take 405. Really? That's weird. No, that's weird. Take the 5, take the 405. Yeah, we say take the 5, take the 405, but like... Like when I lived in the Midwest, I-E. in the Midwest, they would say the interstate, like take, take interstate 465. We don't got a lot of freeways though, or am I tripping? Who, them over No, there? it's because we say I-110. Yeah. Yeah. But even that, like we don't even it's say I-110, I-110. We, we just say the, take the 110, take, take the 110, take the 10, take the 5. Take I don't the know how that works. So. 105, damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that works. All I know is, uh, I don't know. All, know I just, all you know is, all you know is, I don't know. Uh, yeah. All I know is, I really don't know. That's what I know. I don't know the names of freeways, but I know where they take you. Like I know, like if you read under, it says Santa Monica, Long Beach, LAX. Like you just take those, you know. Walk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I know my way on the buses, cause. Yeah, you know your yo, you know those numbers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the one, the two ten. Where's the two ten? Where's the two ten, Heidi? Two four to the two four or the seven forty five or the thirty seven and the fourteen. Where's the two ten? The two ten is going that way. So I think maybe what street? Western or Normandy. Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, you were, See, you, were, going, you had needed to go a little yeah, bit going further. that way. Yeah. Anyways, ah. so. <laughs> It's maybe a little a little weird because again we don't have a guest like we had on a previous podcast. We just want to let y'all know that this is how it's gonna be more often than not. Yeah. Uh, we're you know this LOD living out your dreams and instead of having guests, we're gonna be talking about people yeah. living out their dreams. You know, a little mm. inspiration, Come on. a little motivation, Sweet. all the other shuns at the end. So. Today, um, I had the privilege. Of- hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you like that. But I'm, I'm, a, I almost forgot, man. I almost forgot. Oh no! Yes. To, to take this opportunity. <laughs> say it. Say it. You know what I'm saying? Take this opportunity oh, and say oh. happy birthday to oh. Heidi. She, we should have the sound effects. Yeah, it was on Monday, right? It was on Monday. Yeah, yes. it was on Monday. So then, man, we messed up. We should have like recorded for that <laughs> one episode. We should have <laughs> said happy birthday. We're, we're terrible. <laughs> I'm it's terrible. Okay. It's the happy birthday for next year. You know. <laughs> no, it's a it's nah, a it's a happy, birthday. happy late birthday. We're not that late, Heidi. <laughs> It's only three happy, days. Happy, happy three belated days. birthday. People say that. She yeah. is Heidi is eighteen now. Big She she now she's now going she's not, she can now go to jail to adult jail. <laughs> That's pretty much what that means. I mean, I could have gone to jail before, but 
This time I'm going to adult jail, like the penitentiary. Going to adult jail. Penitentiary. The penitentiary. Oh you can vote uh, in the next election. They're going to put me in the cage. Hey, you can vote now, too. Next election. You go get your driver's license. About time. God bless me if you're driving. Mm. <laughs> I don't even got my ID yet. Dang. Chill. Yeah. What did, what did you do? What did you do for your birthday? I I hate saying this word so much, but I was adulting that day. Adulting? I was being an adult. Only millennials say that word. Adulting. I was adulting. I went to the dentist, um, you know, and they had me sign papers for the first time. Because, you know, when you're 18, like, you get to sign papers. That's, like, that's the only reason she went to the dentist, <laughs> was to have to sign something. I went to, I went to an orthodontist's office, you know, whatever. It's <laughs> today, I'm going back tomorrow, and then I'm going off Saturday, you know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, saying what is, is what it is. So, yeah, I took an Uber today. You know, it was Uber nice. Backs. Like, and illegally took an Uber because I would take them all the time. But now I'm 18, so I can legally take them. Anyways. So yeah, thank you, Larry, for the birthday. What you eat? Oh, I some barbecue ribs. Oh, that's my favorite food. If you know me, food. I love barbecue ribs. Those are my. That's my favorite food. From, from where? My dad made them. Oh. And then the following day, my mom bought me a barbecue rib from New Seals. Okay, I've heard of that place. It's bomb. Mm-hmm. It's bomb. New Seals barbecue. So. I had to. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what we did. Yep. And we got to wait till December for Larry's birthday again. <laughs> we do. We do. We, we I'm right after Larry, so. Yeah. We yeah. got to wait a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So no more birthdays, guys. For a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, see. Um, <laughs> like I said, um, we're going to start uh, doing this more often. And I had the privilege of choosing um, who we're going to talk about today. Nice. Um, yes. So I don't know if you guys have heard of her. I think everyone in the world has heard of her. Um, uh, Malala. So if you guys haven't heard of Malala, she's this amazing, amazing person. Her story is Wow. It's just, it's crazy. Um, so to start off, Malala is from Pakistan, from the Middle East. Um, yep. And if you know anything about the Middle East, you'd know that it's a lot like our parents' home country is in the fact that, you know, there's not a lot of resources. There's not a lot of, um, I don't want to say, uh, there's not a lot of opportunities basically Mm -hmm. but um malala took it upon herself to create those opportunities for people that look like her um so she actually started off you know she was going to school and she started advocating for girls education um because you know over there there wasn't a lot of access to that was mainly just the guys and even then you know yeah there wasn't much around Mm um so she was known throughout her home state throughout all of uh, Pakistan, she already knew um, what she was doing, what she was going to do. She was already being recognized. However, one day she was coming back from school and she unfortunately with her friends was captured by the Taliban and was shot three times. Um, And Mm -hmm. I believe she was 15 at the time. So imagine, you know, coming. She said that she had had a very long day and she was on the way home from taking a bunch of exams. Mm. She just wanted to get home. She just wanted to rest. But she ended up 
being shot three times. And unfortunately, this left her in the coma for 72 hours. Yeah. For three whole days. days. You know, her parents, the doctors didn't know if she was going to live or die. Um, One of the injuries was to her head. So that was very, very. um, How how old was she? How old did you say? 15. She was 15 years old. When when it happened? Yes. Wow. In uh, 2012. So she, unfor- she fortunately, I was going to say unfortunately, my bad. She fortunately um, was stable enough and you know, she was moved over to the UK where she got pristine medical attention. And then she was, you know, everybody knew her. She was recognized. She was renowned as, you know, someone who made that sacrifice. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, she recovered and... Now she graduated from Oxford, her bachelor's of arts. Can you say? Can you say that again? Yeah, yeah. Loki went went out. Can you hear us now? Yes. Okay. So she attended. She graduated Oxford University with a bachelor's of arts in philosophy, politics, and economics. So I don't know how to that's that's crazy. She went from barely having an education from probably yeah, not even true. having one, you know, till she was 10, 12, you know. And then now at 23, she's a college graduate. So yeah, that's wow. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Um and I just want to talk to, you know, uh, listeners, viewers at home, wherever you're watching this. Um, I just, you know, want you to reflect on what it's what it would be like. A lot of us have parents that come from third world countries, come from uh, Latin America, Central America specifically, mm-hmm. where they didn't have access to education. Yep. You know, and if they did, it was till they were in what, fifth grade? Yep. And then that was it. It was just the basics Even reading. If it, if yeah, because a lot of our parents had duties. You know, they yeah. what they helped out at home or they had to work. Yep. Or they just had to clean, take care of siblings. Yeah. You know, they didn't have opportunities like they have now. Yeah. Um, so I wanna I wanna ask you guys a, a question. How different do you think your life would have been if your parents would have had access to education? Mm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, I feel like I probably would have done better. Like, I feel like I probably would have done better in school. I feel like I would have been a better student because... I would have had I would have had guidance at home, you know, mm-hmm. um, and not I'm not trying to ex- excuse myself in that way, but I think it did make it harder for me. It made it harder for me than it is for, you know, for someone else whose whose parents are well educated, you know, and and you, you know, could help, could tutor, could, you know, knew <laughs> when when to like what to ask and what to expect and all that you know like my parents didn't know so there's times where i would tell them yo i didn't many times (laughs) i would tell them yo i didn't get homework Mm 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I didn't get homework today or I finished it. They didn't know what to check. So I'd be, I'd lie to them and, you know, get away from it, get, I'd get away with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, I think, I think that's a big one. Um, I think that's the biggest one that I think about just because I think my parents not being academically educated to that degree. I mean, my, my pops went to third grade. My mom didn't even go to school. But I think, you know, my my parents weren't, were not academically educated. But they're, they were like, you know, they're just respectful people, well edu- well educated in a mannerly way I guess mm-hmm. um, you know uh, so I grew up with good values I grew up with you know I grew up for the most part a decent kid um, so it was just the, I think it was on the school side where I got where I was affected a little bit you know regarding mm-hmm. that um, so I do think I, I think I would have probably done way better in school growing up have my parents mm-hmm. been educated? Yeah. Honestly, same. Yeah. I think it's 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 a tough question to ask, but I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. Because that's ultimately that's what we're we're doing, right? We're getting education for for the generations that follow. Um, but what if we were that generation that followed instead of like being the first? Yeah. That's a tough question to ask. Um or yeah. to answer, I mean. Um my parents were, were lucky enough to get educated here in the U.S. Uh, they didn't finish high school. Neither of, them. Neither of them finished high school, but they were able to have a somewhat high school educa- education here in the mm. United States. So they knew the difference, I guess yeah. you could say, from, well, my dad, Mexico, and then my mom, El Salvador. They knew the difference between that educational system and yeah. the U.S.'s educational system. Um, so... I think maybe it was because they saw that it was a better opportunity to work and provide financial stability um, because of the urgency that they had. Right. Um, but that's, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, it's like, I think I agree with Larry and that I would be in a different place. I would have more resources to my disposal. Uh, not only that, but more connections. Um, I'll be able to connect with people from different places uh, from different educational like backgrounds, um, I would be I would I wouldn't feel different every time I stepped into a, like an educational um, establishment. I wouldn't I don't know how to describe it, but like that imposter syndrome wouldn't be there. I think mm. um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that would change if if they had education. I feel like my answer is completely different. I feel like I would have like dropped out or something because mm-hmm. I feel like I would have just like stopped caring, you know, because, you know, I do mm-hmm. a lot of things, you know, for my parents because of my parents, you know, honoring their sacrifice, Yeah, you know, and I feel like the only reason I go to college or I'd, you know, finish high school is because my parents would push me to do so because mm-hmm. they didn't do that, you know? they would be the, the example of what not to do. Right. And they are, you know, the example. Every time I talk to my mom, she's always like, don't be like me, finish school <laughs> or like go to college. And our parents have always pushed yeah. us to go to college because like they never had that. 
Yeah. You know, had my parents go to college, you know, no offense on, you know, second generation or, you know, kids whose parents went to college, no offense to you. Right, no. But I just feel like I would have been like, okay, whatever. Like my parents did it. So mm-hmm. like, what does that mean for me? Mm-hmm. You know, that's interesting. The, the push wouldn't have been there. The kind of the, um, the motivation wouldn't have been there if it mm-hmm. weren't for, you know, my parents I see. not going to school. Mm. But then again, you know, had we gone, had this been in a different country, you know, had us, you know, yeah, been in Mexico, our parents got an education in Mexico, we're getting an education in Mexico, it would have been totally different. That's because true. here, it's more of, you know, managed, like you have to go to school. Mm. You know, if you don't go to school, you know, your parents, you know, send them to court and, yeah. you know, you can go to jail for not going to school. It's, it's more like a right. You know, yeah. it's mandatory that you go to school, whereas in other places, it's it's a it's a privilege mm-hmm. to even go to school. Sometimes yeah. a luxury. It is a luxury. A lot of parents have That's to true. pay for their children to go to school. They have to pay for yeah. uniforms, books, yeah, transportations, true. everything. So, yeah. Wow. True. Yeah, that's that's what what I think is very different. You know, hearing about people that come from different countries and they're like, oh, my God, like I get to go to school. And I'm like, it, it trips me out because to me, school has always been accessible. Mm-hmm. It's always been like you even got to choose which school you wanted to go to, that's, you know, and it wasn't always just the crazy. ones near you. Right. It was, you know, whichever ones were at your disposal and if you could work hard enough you could get there but sometimes for for people like malala and people were like girls in pakistan that wasn't an option for them wow so you know it's crazy and i also want to tap into how she was shot at 15 15 years old yeah you know in Hispanic countries, that's like when you become a woman. But even then, you're still really young. You're a freshman in high school. Yeah. Like, you're a little... The U.S. standards. The US, yeah, yeah, U.S. standards. You're a freshman in high school. And you got shot for standing up for education. Yep. Just, wow. just for that. You know, and that puts things into perspective how, you know, it's kind of... It's it's a risk, it's a danger, and it's a sacrifice yep. that she had to make for herself. Yeah. The fact that she had to even go through that, the fact that she even had to, you know, be targeted mm. by the Taliban, and not even just the Taliban, many, many people were so against that. Yep. You yeah. know? Yeah. And here it's like you like you don't see that happening. Yeah, you know, I, exercising our free right to assemble and you know petition and you know right of free speech, you know it's just it's it's mm-hmm. crazy. But over there, it's kind of you know like wow, yeah. That's what happens when you do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I was I'm 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 kind of reading. I looked up the the. This is from Wikipedia. Um, what I'm what I'm looking at right now, but it's just crazy. Like seeing is like it says on 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 the ninth of October two thousand twelve, a Taliban gunman shot uh, Malala 
as she rode home on a bus after taking an exam in Pakistan's Swat Valley. And then it says uh, she was 15 years old at the time, like Heidi said. But this is what, like, just tripped me out, man. Just thinking of this, man. This is a 15-year-old about to experience this. Or that, you know, that experiences. It says that a masked gunman shouted, which one of you is Malala? Speak up, otherwise I will shoot you all. Like, yo, know, like, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, yo, like, a 15-year-old girl is like, was hunted down by these, by this group of misogynistic men, to say the least. These are terrible men. Um, you know, uh, hunting, hunting this girl down, you know, and then shooting her, attempting to kill her, and then later saying, coming out and saying, you know, uh, if she survives, we're going to target her again. Like, you, your whole organization, these Taliban's, were after this one girl, this one 15-year-old girl. And it says a lot about how radical, um, you know, I guess it seemed for these terrible, evil people like that a woman would be going to school and, I guess, advocating and pushing for education for women. Like, um, <clears throat> it's just a trip to me. And uh, and I see that, I see this, and I'm like, I can't imagine what this girl was going through. And, like, you know, I mean, just the fear prior before, like, being shot, like, and having a, and the fact that she was, like, this is clearly, like, she was targeted. Because she, you know, this guy comes into the bus that she's on asking for her, like, knowing that she's in there, you know. Um and so, and this was in 2012. That's the crazy thing. Like, you know, it. this is, this is recent. This is something that to this day, there's many countries that, you know, where women are, you know, targeted and, you know, that whole thing of, uh, you know, we're just talking about this in the bold barrio, you know, the whole thing of men, you know, having this insecurity and and this need to be over women you know uh leads to women getting killed man leads to women getting hurt just just for these men to like you know feel the power feel like that level of of i don't know power over women like it, it's just ridiculous you know and and it's sad that this is still a thing in this in this world. Um and so my question my question to you, Heidi, like, you know, I wanted to ask you because you're very vocal when it comes to these things. And and you especially now, you know, stepping into adulthood, like I know like you're only this only gives you even more, you know, freedom and opportunities to step into you know speaking out and taking action when it comes to these things mm -hmm. like when you when you read something like this what is it does it 
you know, does it motivate you? Does it push you to, to like, be like a Malala, you know, mm-hmm. with, like, how courageous she was and how, like, you know, bold she was and she has been, you know, and what she's accomplished, you know, mm-hmm. even to this day, you know, mm-hmm. like, nine years later. Yeah. Um. So, don't get me wrong. I She's incredibly brave. You know, she, the fact that she said, me or these people, you know, because yeah. she, she didn't say her, she didn't say it was me. She didn't say, oh yeah, like that's me. Everyone would have died, yeah. you know, and even the fact that she was selfless and what could have been her last moments is just, you know, incredible. Wow. Um, she's incredibly brave for even, you know, even after she, you know, she denounced her attempted murders. Um, and, you know, she stood up against her country for it, too. Um, yep. But it just it's more infuriating than motivating. Um, mm. I don't know if yeah. it's just because I've experienced the misogyny firsthand. Um, not obviously, you know, not to the extent that she has. Right. It's just infuriating because this shouldn't have happened at all. Yeah. You know, um, and it's the same, you know, when people tell me like, oh, yeah, like I went through this and, you know, I'm like, you know, good for you that you got through it, but it shouldn't have happened in the first place, mm-hmm. you know, and it's infuriating that, you know, your story of success has to originate with you being the victim. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's infuriating, but it's also motivating at the same time because even after you know she she didn't let that stop her right you know what she was doing you know it wasn't like oh no they're here to get me you know she lived with that constant fear every single day yeah yeah and she just she said i don't care you know it's, it's whatever you know her parents they pushed her you know her parents they motivated her and sad to see that fortunately other like people that were supposed to be standing beside her did not. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's bittersweet to me always hearing, you know, these stories of, of success that originate from struggle, originate from things that shouldn't even, you know, have happened. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wanted, um, it's, I'm, I'm trying to put myself, like, I'm trying to think back to freshman year, freshman me, Mm-hmm. Um, we're all babies, and I and I can't I can't mostly because first, um, I'm I'm a guy like I'm a man, so there's no like mm-hmm. I, I would never be in that position to begin with, mm-hmm. not in the not anywhere like uh, you're, you're saying that you're trying to find a way like to relate to, mm-hmm. to her yeah and and it's and it's not like oh like I can't relate I cannot do anything but it's more like. I will never understand that yeah. sacrifice that she made. Um, like not only did she did she do that sacrifice every day and going to school and trying to educate herself, like my sister said, in that moment that could have been her death, she was selfless and she said, like that it's me, like target me, don't kill like anyone here. Yeah. That and the fact that I, I, I can't relate first. Like it's like my sister said, it gets me angry that anyone would have to even go through that. And in the U.S., there are cases, of course, where that happens, but it's not as common as that is in in 
third world countries. And I'm just not talking about in her situation, like in my parents' home countries, it happens as well. Mm-hmm. It happens um, in a more like, oh, like you either join us or you're against us, like in, like in a gang type culture where mm-hmm. you join our gang or you'll do everything in our power to make sure that you don't thrive type, mm-hmm. uh, type situation. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, uh, we, we take stories like, like Malala's and we, we, we read them. We, I do find some motivation within it. Um, I think anybody would, it's just her story, everything she had to battle and, and go through and then seeing her succeed mm-hmm. motivates and kind of says like, there is a good thing that could come out of this Yeah, um, to everyone that, that sees and knows her story. Um, it's, it's one of those stories where you read it and you're like, I wonder what ended up happening, happening after this moment. And not only did she graduate, but she won a Nobel Peace Prize. It's oh. one of the highest honors this and whole world the has. World. The whole yeah. world. Like, put it into perspective. <laughs> the whole world. She's the youngest person. She's the, the youngest, youngest person to ever, to ever be awarded this, this honor. That's crazy. Yeah. And in the U.S., we would never think about things like that. Mm-hmm. Of course evil things do happen but it's not on a every day every time it's every not, woman yeah. it's not normal it's kind of crazy to, it's yeah it's yeah, yeah. We, women women deal with a lot here in the states oh yeah um but but definitely i think it's true we we could definitely count our blessings here and say yo it, it is a blessing that a woman here at least in the united states doesn't have to fear for her life for going to school right mm-hmm. for, for the most school. part yeah. for the yeah. most part that from what i uh, you know from what i know but mm-hmm. that's not to say that in the u.s everything is perfect it, exactly. on the contrary it is far from that far from that you know yes. and um, i think i think we still have to improve a lot in, so in that area. just to um you know put a little bit of uh details in there you guys were talking about like how you can't relate because you're a girl personally i can't relate because i've right. been put in that situation and exactly. i would never ever be put in that situation yeah. um and for i was education, you mean. for yeah. yeah yeah um and it you know kind of i read something a while ago and i touched up on it when i was uh, researching for this podcast um malala actually did not call she said she was not a feminist she 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 said and they asked her if she was a feminist she said no but only after she heard uh, emma watson speak on feminism was when she identified as a feminist Mm. um what i got from that is the lack of intersectional feminism whereas we think that feminism is only for a specific Uh. group of women because I don't know about you, but when I think of, thank you, when I think of, you know, feminism, a lot of the times, they're mostly just fighting for white women, white cis women. That's mm. it. I, I, you know? I never thought about and it that way. For, for Malala, you know, to be this pillar of feminism that we all see her to be, but her, she herself not identifying with that, you know, says a lot about even people here. You know, you might think like, oh, yeah, like, of course, Malala is a feminist, you know, like, of course. But then there's other people that even not in Pakistan, even in the U.S. are kind of like, I don't I don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. It says a lot 
about the feminist movement. It says a lot about the people who are putting at the forefront of it. Um, but you know, that's a, mm. that's a topic yeah. for another yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, in, I'm interested, sorry. I'm interested with the whole Emma Watson thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and cause I, cause I see, I'm seeing that right now. It says, yeah, there's this article that I just found that says, you know, Malala tells Emma Watson, I'm a fan. I'm a feminist. Thanks to you. So I'm interested to, to, mm-hmm. as to what, what yeah. did, do you know what it was that, why, what was um, it that Emma Watson said or did? Oh no! Yeah, it got stuck again. I think it was that. You know, <laughs> oh no! Now. There, there you are. Okay. <laughs> uh, she was sorry, guys. We got boo boo Wi Fi. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's because the planes are always flying over us. Um, ah. Sometimes they fly too, a little too low, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, she uh, gave a speech. Was um, it because she was now informed of what it meant? Or? I think it was because she, um, I think she just, she didn't, I mean, of course she was informed of what a feminist was. If she said, no, I'm not a feminist is because she obviously knew what it was. She just didn't identify. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the oh, okay. topic we can jump into, um, for another pod for the sake of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, good news um, Malala didn't just win a Nobel Peace Prize. She isn't just the young. Dang, I didn't want to say it. Like, not just that. There's more. Oh, yeah. She was named uh, Time Magazine's Person of the Year. And she was also in 100 Most Influential People. Um, she was nominated for an International Children's Peace Prize which is, you know, like the Nobel Peace Prize, but for yeah. children. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. She also has a Grammy, if you guys didn't know that. She wrote a book called I Am Malala, a children's book. Um, and she won a Grammy in storytelling. So wow. that was dope. Um, wow. Uh, a, a documentary made on her called He Named Me Malala, which is super amazing. I should go uh, watch it. Was Oscar shortlisted, so... That was crazy. So she has an Oscar, she has a Grammy, and she also has her own Damn. day, Malala Day, which is on June twelfth, on July twelfth. Is that her, like her birthday, or you know? I, I think that's the day she um, gave a speech at the UN. Mm. I believe. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, so that's super dope. Yeah, um, and also you know, in podcast is about living out your dreams. We're going to talk about how she's doing it. So Malala didn't just, you know, oh, yeah, like I got better and then I went to school and that was it. You know, Mm -hmm. she didn't just get out of the situation and then continue on her own. You know, she didn't leave her people or her girls behind. So she actually um, started school. She started planting schools, um, which, you know, are founded by the Malala Fund, which she started with her dad. Um, so the Malala Fund uh, advocates for girls' education all across, you know, the world. They give out scholarships, they plant schools, you know, and it's, it's they rebuild schools. Um, she actually did wow. rebuild a school in uh, Palestine. She donated fifty thousand dollars. 
No más. Just 50,000. Just 50,000. Um, and you know what's what's also super dope was she's not just, you know, meeting with leaders. She not just she's not just meeting with prime ministers and presidents. She's confronting them and she's mm. oh, advocating yeah. for Want people that aren't that are say it, say it. You know, like this part. So she oh, met with Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys know Barack Obama, uh, ex-president of the United States. Um, she met with him. Former president. Oh, sorry. Former president. Okay, whatever. Former president of the United States. You know, she met with him. You know, that's pretty dope. But then she sat down. She was like, so, Mr. Obama, oh? why are you sending bomb strikes to, to Palestine and to Pakistan? Why are you doing that? She sat down. She confronted him. And she was like, look. Instead of sending your little bombs and your little toys and destroying entire communities and families, how about you invest in education? Mm. You know, just just that. You know, she met with the leader of the most power, one of the most powerful countries in the world, and yeah. told him that to his face. That's crazy to me. That's so yeah. Blood. Yeah, Malala, don't mess with Malala because Malala gonna mess back. <laughs> she gonna mess back. <laughs> she is. That's my girl. You know. So, Man. yeah, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading it here. Mm-hmm. It, this uh, was in October of 2013 when she met with a year President after Obama. Yeah, a year after. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it says during that meeting, she confronted him on his use of drone strikes in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, I I think. Again, I think I think that there there's something special, man. There's some special. Hold on, hold on. When you said that, it just hit me that this girl had to go to school. Well, in constant fear of one getting killed and two drone strikes bombing her city bombing her wow yeah home. you know that's dang yeah. yikes that wow yeah which you awesome. could even say no i mean i was gonna say you could you could even say like you know the country that that in a way you know is celebrating her now when it comes to the U.S., you know, we, you know, just giving her the, her props, give you know, celebrating the woman that she is, you know, yeah, is also one of the is also a country that made, you know, her life her harder, that was harder. right? You know, mm-hmm. and not to say, and and here's the thing, we can't put the blame in the U.S. for that because for for for. You know, her the big struggle because regardless, in in those areas, you have that right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you have you you in those areas. That's the culture where women, you know, yeah. There's a lot of things that women cannot do, and mm-hmm. so um, you know, I I I just I find it crazy, man. Like, and I find it so I find it inspiring. I find it to be inspiring. Mm-hmm. And and I hope that you know, and we can see like yo. One, sorry, 
I'm trying to think of the right word. Like this, you know, just despite, I guess, despite the obstacles, the huge, the huge obstacles that she was facing, right? Numerous obstacles, numerous things that were against, you know, that, that were just against her. And even through that, she has at her young age, because she's only 23 right now. She is only 23 right now, and at her young age, she's already accomplished so much and has had such a great impact and has had such a great influence, not only yeah. over her small little inner community, but around the world. Yep. She, she's left an impact. And so Jeez. I think that should that should inspire us, all of us, Oh, yeah. To be able to say, yo, you know what? I'm not going to let my, my current circumstances hold me back, you know, mm-hmm. or hold me down. And, and you know, I'm not going to make these excuses. I'm not going to make this excuse. Like, for example, with me earlier, like, you know, I, my excuse, you know, could in a way could in a way be, you know, my parents, you know, my parents were educated, so they didn't know how to you know, guide me during my time in school. And so that's why I didn't do good in school. And I took advantage and I did bad. I did poor, you know, that's, that's like that. Yes, it was an obstacle. It was a legit, a legitimate obstacle. It really was. But Mm -hmm. that it like, what, what am I going to do that with that? Am I going to let that, you know, stop me, you know, and just, Stop me from reaching my goals. No, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go and 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 fight for my goals, man. It should, like you said, Heidi. Like you know, it encouraged you. You know, it encouraged you to go and and get your education and do your thing. And you know, you're 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 only it's only weeks away that you're gonna accomplish that. You know, and you're gonna graduate high school and go to college, like. You know what I'm saying? That's big. That's big in, in, in you know, in, in the family and stuff. Like, I, you know, I, I see that, and I think it should inspire us, man. Someone like Malala should inspire us because, yes, we see her as this big name now. But she was, man, you know, she grew, grew up in poverty, grew up in in all this, you know, oppressive, you know, an oppressive type of culture and area where you know women are oppressed and women are ours women are are silenced and women can't be educated yeah. you know i think that's that's uh that should inspire you that should inspire you you know so i i think for me uh if i could say something regarding this the one thing i would say is um, especially right now as we, you know, we're celebrating women, we're talking about women, uh, you know, doing big things. We are, you know, last week we saw the terrible acts, you know, the shootings, uh, and we, we hear constantly, you know, women are, you know, being hurt, being killed, you know, uh, and, and all this, like it, it's, it's terrible, man. And I think one, us as guys, us as men, and I, I said this in the Bold Barrio podcast, but I'm going to say it here too. Like, I think us as men have to be able to to move aside, you know, move to the side sometimes 
And now I'm not saying you can't you can't live out your dreams, but I'm saying I'm saying you should have there should be enough there's more than enough room for women to live out their dreams as well. Yeah. Right? And and you have a loud enough voice to amplify other women's voices like you know what I'm saying? And so I think for us men we should do that and ladies 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 don't let the culture the misogynistic culture that we probably grew up in the you know that machista culture that we grew up in stop you from living out your dreams like do it do it you're probably going to do you probably going to do certain things better than us men you know there's you you, you probably going to you know, you probably go and go and start your podcast. Your podcast probably gonna be <laughs> more fire. You know, <laughs> LOD's more fire because Heidi's in the in the podcast. Let me tell you that much. Y'all know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lord, Heidi's in in here. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, that that's that's kind of what I I I wanted to say regarding this. But it's uh-huh. it's an amazing story. I, I'm gonna be honest. I had not heard of Malala before this. What? And Where I feel, have you been living? I know. I feel very like what? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's poor, yeah. It's, it's terrible, but <laughs> um for but me it's, it's it's very, you know, motivating because you think of all these, you know, inspirational people, these influential people, but all of that has come with a risk. Mm, you know, yeah. you won't achieve anything if you're not willing to risk anything. Yeah. Um, and if anything, That's good. you're like, if I do this, like, am I going to die? Probably. Am I going to get hated on? Probably. Yeah. Are you going to get, you know, a lot of backlash? Probably. Most likely. But, you know, all of that, it, it's a sacrifice that you're willing to make. You know, we look at MLK. Man's hmm. was targeted over and over mm-hmm. and over and over, yeah. you know, he died because he stood up for what was right. Yep. Not what he believed in for what was right. Yep. You know? Yep. And Malala, she stood up for what was right. She said, no, women have a right to education. I have a right to be educated. I have a right to be able to move forward and move yes. past struggles. You know, she already knew what she was doing, but she did it anyway. Yep. Because you're not going to get anything done if you're just, you know, oh, no, I'm like, I don't want to get hated on. Girl, you get hated on for posting an Instagram picture. Like, come on now. Like, I post a story and I get hated on. You know, am I going to die? Probably not. You're going to get you're going to get hated on regardless. Exactly. Haters going to hate. And Might as well get hated for living out your dreams. Exactly. Like, get hated on for the right thing. If you're going to get hated on, make it count. Yeah, you know, people, thousands, thousands of people across the world, you know, get death threats every day just for, yeah, you know, amplifying what we all believe in. Mm. You know, we all mm. have, we all believe in things that need to be done. We all have, you know, something that just, you know, sits with our hearts, and we're willing to fight for it. But until that person makes that sacrifice and is the beacon of that movement, then nothing is going to happen. That's good. You know, we're all willing to repost something and we're willing to sign a petition and don't get me wrong. You're doing great because you're doing your part. Yeah. No, you're not ignoring it. You're not just letting it happen. Mm -hmm. You're speaking up and you're doing your part, 
But until then, you know, somebody's going to have to sacrifice for that. Yeah. And Malala was willing to do it. Yeah. She said, this is a problem and I'm not going to fix it on my own, but let me at least, you know, be the person that leads it. Yeah. Let me yeah. be the person that, you know, sets aside the fear and sets aside the risks and, you know, is willing to sacrifice her own life for it. That's good. So, yeah. That's, that's what I take away from it. That's, that's good. And, um, you, you brought this up and, when and this is this is MLK speaking, but I never would have heard it if it weren't for the New Jersey album. Uh, but the MLK interlude in that album, I was listening to it, you know, peacefully, like yo, this these these are bangers, these are bops. Peaches. And then this interlude comes up, and I'm like shook to my core. Like I'm like, oh snap! This like, on what, the album? What's going on? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something about that album. All right, get, what, what, what? get ready now. After, after, go. Oh, okay. My bad. Finish. finish. Um, but it's, it's like that. What he said, and these are his exact words. I'm okay. Um, he said, "Well, you may go on to live until you're 90, but you're just as dead as 38 as you would be at 90." So he's giving out this like his speech when he's 38. Mm. Um, he's and he's basically saying like. Why aren't you standing up for justice? Because you'll be like my sister said, be criticized. You're gonna lose being like your popularity. Um, he mentions that you're scared that someone will stab at you or shoot at you or bomb your house. Um, and then he says, "You died when you refused to stand up for the right. Mm. You died when you refused to stand up for the truth." Mm. And then he ends it by saying, "You died when you refused to stand up for justice." Damn. So Damn. it's this podcast, like what we stand for is living out your dreams. Like yeah. you can't just have a dream and just, oh yeah, this is my dream. Like guys, this is my dream. Everyone on social media, like guys, I found it, my dream <laughs> and then not live it. And then just, okay, whatever. I'm going to go back to my nine to five. And then when, and then <laughs> when the challenge comes and you're like, oh, let's see. I didn't know this was part of it. Maybe I have a different dream now. Like, no, like it's, it's not like that. Mm. Um, you have to understand that people are living outside of the U S that don't have the, the right to freedom of speech. Like we do, which is a, an amazing, right. They're living their lives every day in danger and they're sacrificing every day mm. for their rights, for the truth. Yeah. It's not something that is right or wrong. Like it's, it's, the truth like it's yeah. i don't know how else to put it mm -hmm. um and it, it, every time we talk about someone fighting for justice and it's still affecting us to this day even though it happened in the past it it, it pisses me off like it gets me mad yeah um there's struggles that did happen in the past that luckily were resolved but the fact is the truth is that some of them like 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 the story of malala are still going on mm. She had to get out of that situation, but my like my sister mentioned, she didn't just leave them. Yeah, she came back. Um, obviously, with with protection and knowing the risks, she came yeah. back and she helped them out. That's good. So, what like my question, and I think everybody can agree, is what are you like sacrificing? What are you what are you willing to put on the line? And the biggest thing you can put on the line is your life. It's your own life to live out your own dreams. 
but then being selfish, selfless, like Mandala, that's another step. Hmm. That's that's something that is, it's even hard for me to think about. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to put everything on the line for people I don't even know, but I know that in the future will benefit from it. Yep. Like, that's, um. you need to self-reflect on that. That's, hmm. I'm, I, I need to take some time after this podcast and think about that. Like, hmm. what am I doing? What you going to do, Andy? What you going to do? What am I doing for my next generation? <laughs> Are you going gonna to hide behind your screen crying because someone swiped the <laughs> thumbs down on your story? Exactly. <laughs> or someone didn't like the post I made. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your post Not enough got people liked it. Likes. <laughs> Not enough people liked it. I need to promote it. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, like, it's, yeah, we, we do this podcast. And the reason why we're sharing stories like these um, is because sometimes these stories aren't, aren't heard or aren't known of. Yeah. Um, yeah Larry. Of course, we're going to have people on here that we know because we want to share them <laughs> and celebrate them. Yeah. yeah. But there's people in the past that people forget about. Like Malala. People don't forget what? about MLK. Malala in the past? Chill. Malala ain't in the past. She in the present. What she... happened to her, I meant. Um, um, there's a lot of stories that just don't get told. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. As yeah. often and as amplified as, as they should. Yeah, and as U.S. stories, I want to as U.S. Uh, people who lived in the U.S. I want to add as well. Um, mm. In the U.S., you're exposed to everyone who made history within the U.S., but not really, uh, not really presented to people who made a good type of impact in the rest of the world. Mm. We learn about the bad, the bad people, you know, the people that caused war. Yeah. Um, but what about the people who caused peace outside mm. of the U.S.? Dang. We barely yeah. even you hear about that. You hear about all the bad, all the bad people. So that's a good that, point. That's, that's how I want to end it. That's good. That that's good, Andy. I I uh, before wrapping it up, this is what I'm gonna wrap it up with. I'm gonna change the subject completely. <laughs> but going going to that Bieber album. Before you say anything, <laughs> I hated that he put the MLK in your loop there. Hated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say why I feel some type of way about it. And I didn't until I, I saw somebody bring it up. And it was... So, the album is fire. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like... There's probably just one song, and I can't remember the name of it, that I'm like, uh, this is not so much my type, my cup of tea, but it's still, still good. Um, but... I think one, I think I don't understand why he named it Justice, and I don't understand why the MLK speeches are in there. Like, there's no like, there's no connection to the songs. Yeah. I I didn't hear any type of connection. I don't. I couldn't tie tie. It's all about it. his wife. <laughs> yeah, which is dope. Like, it's dope. Okay, but like, don't. But don't call it justice. Yeah, don't don't call and don't it, put an MLK or nude exactly, in it. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I, I see I, I see homie trying. I'm not going I'm not gonna discredit his his the intentions. Songs were good, but I don't know about them intention. Yeah. And then, uh, which was a song on his previous album. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what I have to deal with other people. Oh I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so that that just that even makes me question his team. It makes me question his team. Like, yo, why aren't you saying anything? I know for sure it was not him. Mm. I know it was not him. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I feel like JB has enough creative power to 
make decisions like this. I don't know. Maybe wrong. I may be wrong. But that, apart from that, I uh, one of like my like new discover like within the past year or two years, Daniel Caesar oh. and Gibeon on the album. I was like, yo, this song gonna break hearts. Like I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for this. And then he releases it, and it's like an upbeat song. I'm not like listen. Like, wait, you have to listen to disappointed. it at 0.75 speed. Really? If you listen to it at 0.75 speed, it will change your life. I but that's a whole you. another thing. What? I mean, do when it could have already been done at 0.5. Anyways, speed. talk to John and Daniel. I love that song, man. I love peaches. I give my peaches. Have you heard of, of Have you heard Heartbreak Anniversary from Gibeon? Talk about TikTok. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Have you heard uh, Japanese denim or? Um, no. Anyways, y'all, if you guys haven't listened to the Justin Bieber album, <laughs> go ahead and listen to it. I don't know why, but the name reminded me of uh, The Office when Dwight is like, "Who is Justice Bieber?" Have you seen, have you seen uh-huh. it? Funny. That's what it reminded me of. What if that's what he titled it that way? Oh no, he titled it Justice with a cross for the T. He did not do that. That's funny. So go listen to it. Listen to Holy. Listen to anyone. Listen to Peaches. So, yeah. Listen to all of that. Song. Listen Bro. to the Bold Body on Make That Podcast. Go uh-huh. Lefty yeah. like Lionel Messi. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can't <forever> must stop. <laughs> um, go and wanna, wanna honor you. Go oh watch uh, Oscar <laughs> shortlisted. He named me Malala. Go watch a Malala hey. documentary. Yes. Read up on her. Trust me, you will not regret it. Come on. We hope you have a great rest of your week because. By the time it's released, it'll be the start of a new week. Yeah. So I'm starting my spring break. More than excited for that. Andy is starting his classes. Larry, I don't know what you up to, but I know for sure it's going to be something good. Send positive vibes our way, please. Send positive vibes our way. Me too. I'm trying to spend my spring break good. I just got that birthday money. Yo. 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 Oh, my gosh. This is the last thing I'm going to say, I promise. <laughs> I I didn't realize this was my spring break week. Oh my god! I'm like I've literally been like putting in work. <laughs> I've been <laughs> reading and doing homework. I didn't know this is not fair, y'all. Like I'm and I'm like more than halfway through. Like <laughs> this week is over pretty much. Look, you still got the weekend. Yeah. He probably yeah, gonna be grinding nah. up weekend too. He probably gonna be working because he spent all his time studying. Yeah, I'm just exactly. That's exactly that's exactly what's happening here. When you could have been working the whole week. Come on now. (laughs) So now I'm going to have to wait for like the summer. But yo, this summer, this summer into you this summer. Here's the goal. (laughs) My goal is to spend a week in Cancun. Eight. I'm not even I'm not even capping y'all in a panini. In a whole Panda Express. In a panini. Go, go get your, go get your, your vodka, and then you can go. No, right. I got my anti. I got my antibodies. Good. Wait, what did you say? Go get your what? Go get your vodka, and then you can go. I just understood what that meant. Go, go get your vacuum, and then you can go. La, la vaca moderna. <laughs> That's no. so lame. That's no. so lame. Hey, you gonna be up in Cancun like Moderna or Pfizer? 
Alright, y'all. No, we're not traveling in the middle of a Panda Express. Man, everybody no. is out already. Okay, but you're not going to be one of them, okay? You're not going to be... A um, I promise I'm going to be safe. Irresponsible citizens, okay? No! There's an elite in the middle... In with that being said, plasma. No. <laughs> with that being said, this was the LOD podcast. Bye, guys. See you guys next week.